Oh, yeah. Another music show. And yes, this is... Uh, I'm, I think I'm going to try to fix the overnight scape. All of this, like the days and... And by my initial plan, completely failed. And even this episode is late. But I've got a cunning backup plan. And let's face it. I mean, it's... It, it's adventurous not knowing when the Overnightscape Central is coming, right? Oh, man, watch me sell this one. Anyways, uh, I am PQ River, and uh, me and Frank are going to talk about music uh, that we're listening to now, perhaps, or at least our ideas about music as we have entered 2023 and at the end of this show, we will discuss the next, not one, but two Overnightscape Centrals. And uh, I think we're going to start thinking a little farther ahead with topics. And uh, in, I think in 2023, uh, my intention is to uh, revitalize the Overnightscape Central with uh, just a few touches. I mean, that there have been good and bad touches. I remember several years ago, um, my idea of turning, not quite into audio collage, but uh, mixing together all of the different uh, contributions, instead of, say, uh, 40 minutes of Frank, there would be seven minutes of Frank, and then maybe three minutes of Chad, and then maybe five minutes of me, and then maybe a couple minutes of Dave in Kentucky, or I think Jimbo was around back then. But yeah, I and I would cut each segment and just kind of rotate them. Those shows are out there. There have been a few attempts at jazzing up the Overnight Scape Central, and... Uh, that the jazziness probably isn't needed, but I think a little, most people plan their time far better and far more organized into time than this PQ River fellow over here coming into your ears. So, uh, yeah, that's uh, something that we are going to track and uh, things to try for 2023. And uh, music music oh without the music i don't know if especially these last few years i would have survived much less just life it, wouldn't it be terrible if there was no music oh if it would just it, it it's the zest um and something to fall back on i suppose uh in a certain way um I've been very lucky to be exposed from way, way back when I was a little kid. So I, I get these really odd bits of taste. And uh, this last year, I did a lot of going back. And recently, especially, what Peaky River has been doing is we all have these songs or albums that have been overplayed in our life for one reason or another. And we just, you know, you skip it like the song on a record you skip because it was the hit song and you're tired of it. Um, my example I'm going to toss off at you to open this show is uh, 
Led Zeppelin's Ramble On. Now, Led Zeppelin's studio stuff in general, uh, I listened to heavily as it came out in, what, mostly the 70s, if not 90% in the 70s. And at the time, you know, that it was on the radio constantly. You'd go hang out with friends and... Zeppelin albums were in the rotation, whereas, say, the Zappa I listened to, most of the music I listened to, uh, that now is fairly well, nobody was listening to, like, Chick Corea or Frank Zappa. But yes, in the 70s, that Led Zeppelin 3 and 4 and Presence and all, the first two even, were just all the time. That's what somebody would throw on. So these songs... I heard billions of times and probably haven't since the 70s, I am slowly realizing. And there are a number of artists and albums that it's the same thing. And I just happened to lay back in my head uh, and listen to Ramble On the other day and just all the little guitar parts in that song that Jimmy Page put in there. And, and and John Paul Jones just playing, I mean, the bass is a percussive following the drums instrument, but it just rolls so melodically in this track. And of course, this is when Robert Plant still had that incredible voice that he had in his youth, where he could really just belt it out. Um... It's really sad that as he aged, uh, I guess you shoot that if you shriek or yell. Uh, a lot of guys do. A few, very few keep it. But, oh, man. But, yep, yeah, uh, when you get a chance, uh, see if you agree with me on that. And uh, just in general, uh, I started developing a taste for watching live Zeppelin because they are an exciting live band I came, uh, even though there's only one guitar part, which is initially uh, live Zeppelin to me sounded like stripped down and missing things, but I've developed over the years since the 70s a taste for the lie and, and seeing jimmy page play and just oh what a vibe john bonham who i haven't yet mentioned um one of the best drummers of his time um between him and keith moon the real bashers of that rock and roll drum sound and let's face it Bonham was a much more talented drummer. Keith Moon did it by pure heart, guts, and something. But, oh man, Bonham, oh, what class he had when he was hitting it. Anyways, um, let's take uh, a little walk through some music. And uh, here's Frank Edward Nora. Ah, uh, hello. This is another music show. The first central of the year 2023. And you know what that means? A whole new batch of music has entered the public domain here in the United States of America. Right now, as I'm recording this, these songs are still under copyright because it is December 30th, 2022. But of course, this show will not be heard until the songs are legal. Yes, legal songs, freshly legal songs. 
So I'm just going to, what I want to do is uh, I'm going to go onto the Internet Archive and find some songs from 1923, just completely kind of randomly searching around. Um, since this is the Overnightscape Underground and Overnightscape Central, I'm going to look for songs that start with the letter O, of which there's 250 in the George Blood collection from, from 1923. Let's start off with this, Out of Sight, Out of Mind. Uh, a Foxtrot by Rose Owen and Owens, uh, played by The Ambassadors. there you go out of sight out of mind nice and of course that one had really bad surface noise and that that sort of points out to the issue with a lot of the recordings from this time period is the the records are all scratchy and it sounds really nasty but i thought that was such a great song 
you know, there's got to be some kind of a process that can eliminate those crackles and stuff. I know it's a lot more complicated than it might seem, but with with all this AI going on, I have to imagine that there'll be some sort of filter we can throw that in. Because I'd love to hear that song just pristine. It's a great song, right? Love that one. Anyway, I don't know what I'm going to play next, but you're going to hear it in a moment. Uh, we're going to like, I'm going to hit pause and search, and then I'll let you know what it was. When we continue here on the uh, 1923 edition in 2023. By the way, that song was released uh, about 99 years ago on December 23rd, 1923. But right now, as you're hearing this, it is already 2023. So every song from 2023, whatever month it's released in, is in the public domain. That was On the Isle of Wicky Wacky Woo 
by Keenan Donaldson, performed by Gene Rodemix Orchestra. And that was released in June 1923. Great song. And the scratching was not quite as bad on, on that one. So really dig that one, man. These are just, I'm just sort of opening songs that the titles look good and checking them out. And wow, some good stuff here. Really, this is such, such a treasure trove of new music from 1923. Let's see what we come up with next. Here we go. Songs from 23, starting with the letter O. Wow, I think that was the best one yet. That is, what a great, great song, right? A lot of really cool instrument sounds in there. It was like a bassoon or something. Um, that was uh, Oklahoma Indian Jazz, or Jazz India to Oklahoma, performed by the Benson Orchestra of Chicago, Don Bester, director. And it was that song is written by a, a, a whole team, Hibbler, Johnson, Barna, Guarini, and Murren. Oh, my, and some strangely muted cornet and horn playing the 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 thing is I, I, it's melodies that 
were much more prevalent back then. Uh, the composition was still coming out of some sort of classical romanticism or something. And I'm that, yeah, I sound like I'm an expert. And anybody who really understands pre-1900 music history is laughing uproariously at me because there's a lot more to it. But they're just, oh, just such pretty songs. And even as they go, I mean, when there are songs with lyrics, they write like one verse and you hear this big, long instrument, and you're assuming, oh, this is an instrumental. And all of a sudden, there's somebody singing for one verse, and then the song's over. It was a uh, song format that developed around this time it started and would linger well into the early 1930s. I mean, the idea of a song with verse after verse uh, came out of show tunes, which they kind of married. Uh, show tunes now, I mean, show tunes I don't think have that big an effect on our major popular music, if anything, the other way around. But back then, these were all blending, and uh, we were just coming out of a time where uh, there were a lot of music with just marching bands. That You know, the, the, you only had parades certain times. So, yeah, you put on a record of a marching band, and that would be something familiar and stirring to you, is what I'm guessing. I, it, me, me guessing about music. And this is interesting, because this show is no longer what, you know, the, my initial idea was a bunch of people. It'd be new bands and at least, uh, yes, some nostalgia. But uh, we're just digging right into 100 years ago music, which this is very pleasant to listen to and uh, enjoy as uh, we roll this over Nightscape Central forward together. Um, and... Uh, that I, you've probably seen on the uh, Overnightscape Underground uh, Facebook page, but uh, I have a new, new, old, new musical project. Uh, some friends of mine were, were so kind and generous to put together this site with um, me doing cover versions of songs, and that's what I've been kind of noodling around with for the past... Uh, months and yep uh, if if that if you haven't seen it and that tickles uh the links are all and i believe it's a public page you don't have to have a facebook account or anything like that if you search for the overnightscape underground on facebook you'll get to the page and all kinds of links so uh that might be a thing to just put in your uh, bookmarks and check out now and then because uh, interesting announcements, including the whens and wheres of the next and upcoming exit ramps, our uh, group live uh, Zoom audio recording show, that it that's become quite a hallmark of uh, our modern overnightscape underground, I have to say. And yeah, music. Uh, me and my I mean, I I like the presentation. I I am not as as everybody knows. I mean, when you when they uh, come to recognize great singers and guitarists and musicians, uh, I will not be 
on that list or anywhere near it, but I may be on the list of people who had just a good time and felt good about playing music when they did and didn't, I don't know, more and more as I get older, the music that I do tends to be for my pleasure as opposed to something I'm striving to please someone else's thing. Uh, and it works out a lot better. Um, and uh, my old band, the uh, infamous Conspiracy of the Insignificant, a.k.a. Fido 3, uh, actually had a mini uh, reunion with the promise. There's always the promise of more. Um, yeah, Dr. Panasofsky, Fruitcake Toothpaste, and myself uh, noodled around on instruments over the holidays and went out and had a uh, lovely dinner. And who knows what that foretells? Uh, it would be nice. Uh, I always like playing with the guys. That's like that's like comfort food for my brain, ears, and body. It is just the process of playing and the, with people that you feel comfortable with, and there's some rapport already established, maybe. But yeah, music, music now in 2020. Three, mm, mm, mm. there's so much going on, and the best part of it is it's because it feels good. And now, more good old stuff. I mean, if Frank's going to just do this for the next little while, I'm going to sit back and listen and, oh, be just so grateful. And, uh, wow, I really dug that one. But, of course, I mean, it, this sort of <coughs> points out music from this time can be a little bit... Uh, you know, a little bit concerning to today's sensitive youth. Uh, Oklahoma Indian jazz, there's a little bit of an Indian call in there. I, I would I would put that mild on the offensiveness scale. You know, you, you have to sort of, uh, you know, understand the time period. But I really dug that song. In fact, I see now there's another version of the same song, but by a different, a different band. Ace uh, Brigode and his 10 Virginians. So let's check that one out. Another version of Oklahoma Indian Jazz. See how this one sounds.
Hey, 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 there you go. Another version of Oklahoma Indian Jazz, this time by Ace Brigode and his 10 Virginians. And I think that previous version was better, but this was still a good song, right? That's a, that's a good one. So, yeah, really digging this music from 1923. You know, I've been meaning to uh, delve into this world. It's just a very time-consuming to, uh, to go through all these songs, you know. But uh, we'll see what we can find next. Here we go. Wow, it's another one that had a really great sound. The instruments and the recording sounded like better than some of these other ones. And this, again, was the Benson Orchestra of Chicago under the, under the direction of Don Bester. That song was Oh You Little Son of Her Gun, Oh Diablo Diablilo. What? Anyway, um, yeah, I'm really digging the Benson Orchestra, right? It's really, there, there was a bunch of versions of this song, but when I saw Benson Orchestra, I'm like, yeah, let's get that Benson. Let's get Benson on on the scene here. Let's see uh, any other Bensons on here. Benson, jeez, let's see, Benson, Benson, Benson. Was this before Benson and Hedges, or, or what's going on with this? Are you telling me those are the only two? Those are the only two uh, Benson orchestra songs, with starting with the letter O from 1923 in the George Blood collection. So, hey, 
Let's see what else we can find here. Check it out. up there uh yeah that was oh baby don't say no say maybe by billy west yes not not, not the billy west that, that you may know as a voice talent who did run and stimpy and the howard stern show it must be a different billy west because it was 1923 after all that was a pretty good song it's sort of a, a typical vocal song oh baby oh baby don't say no say maybe <laughs> this all, I, I wanted to see if there's any billy murray because he's another one that was really big back then, but I don't, I don't see any in, in the letter O in 1923. But this is just showing you, just, I mean, this is a tiny sliver of 1923, just the letter O, how much great stuff we're finding, right? It's amazing. It just takes work to find the good songs. I mean, I'm just going, going sort of randomly here. 
All right, let's see what else we find. Here we go. What's next? What's next in 1923? In the papers, you have read the papers of a certain married king. When Sunday comes, Another good one, right? Omen, oh, uh, performed by Billy Jones, a song by Conrad, and it's considered a <coughs> a comedy song with orchestra arrangement. That was uh, put out in November 1923. Omen, oh, Omen, oh, that's a pretty good song, right? I'm digging 1923. There are such unknown treasures in 1923, and we're going to continue on right now.
Hey, hey, there you go. Old Black Joe's Blues by Henderson, performed by Fletcher Henderson and his orchestra. So that was a great one. Again, great sound. The pop, popping and crackling wasn't too bad. The title, of course, could be right on. It could be on the edge of being uh, questionable today. Old Black Joe's Blues. I think that one's fine. I, I, I don't think that's saying anything untoward. You know what I mean? But listen, that's going to come with the territory with 1920s stuff, you know? I thought that was great. I love that one. I'm very happy with... I, I really didn't know what to expect because I've only sort of dipped my toe into 1923 so far. And this is really uh, giving me a, a great... Uh, just randomly clicking on stuff. Almost every one of them is great. So let's see what we got next here.
Hey, that was a good one. Uh, Off Again, On Again Blues by Lou Daly, performed by Frank Westfall and his orchestra. That was out in May 1923. This is just so amazing. All this great music out in the public domain now. And uh, it just seems like a really cool vibe, like to just have sort of a, you know, like I've been talking about doing a show. What was it? You know, I know, I know. You know, a, a show of 1923 music. I don't know if I'm going to do it, but I know uh, I was going to call it Department 23 or maybe like Substation 23 or Subchannel 23, something like that. Uh, some people rec- recommended 23 Skidoo, <laughs> but and I understand it's like you know, it was from the 1920s, but it wasn't necessarily from 1923. So it's a phrase from 19. 19- 20, the 1920s called 23 Skidoo, but I don't know. I don't really like that as a show title, but we'll see. At least I'm doing some kind of a show with 1923 music right now here on The Central. Let's see what's up next. Bounce in the center. 
They are and they are tight. Back. Down the center. Back. Cast off one. Hey, that was an interesting one. Opera Reel with Calls. Uh, that's uh, by Jasper Bisbee and uh, on the violin and uh, the pianoforte played by Beulah. <laughs> I guess uh, back then, were they still calling a piano a pianoforte? I know that was the original name, Soft Loud, Pianoforte. And the song was by uh, Bisbee and Schuler. And it's on Edison Records, so... That was an interesting one. I guess it's for some sort of a square dancing type of thing. Out down in the center. <laughs> I love that. Jasper. It's a great name, Jasper Bisbee. Anyway, I think for our final song here, we're going to stretch out a little bit uh, from the letter O and C. I, I was so in, I was so impressed by the Benson the Benson Orchestra of Chicago. I'm going to find one also from 23, but from a, a different letter. And... Uh, See if we can find a good one here. Thank you. 
Nice. Georgia Cabin Door. Una Cabana in Georgia. Uh, by Again, by the Benson Orchestra of Chicago. Uh, under the direction of Don Bester. And uh, that was another great one. You know, a lot of these, that doesn't they don't sound bad. I mean, the scratch... I know the very first one I played, the scratching was horrible. But a lot of them, it's not too, too bad. So, anyway... There's our little dipping our toe into into the the world of 1923 music, which will be legal by the time you hear this. Back to you, PQ. Oh boy, that 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 sound. I mean, goodness, and, and that scratch. No, do you want to hear scratchiness? Let me dig back into my files or records from like 1917 and oh boy the early 1900s that's nothing that that i mean yeah it's it could be filtered out somehow and uh, ai like you say probably will be doing that but only if there's a market and last year proved i guess to the record companies that the world, nobody's going to run out and make millions and billions off of these recordings that have fallen into the public domain. In point of fact, they're the ones who are likely to release them and make the money, regardless of whether they hold the copyright to it, because we've already been trained, so to speak. But what, what I would like to mention is, okay, now picture... Even a small orchestra, several horns, uh, a banjo, uh, a percussionist with a, a rudimentary drum kit, uh, perhaps, oh, I don't know, those didn't have strings so much. Uh, but like that last track we heard, if you were in a room with those live instruments, the sound would be much more blaring uh the frequencies would be more full and lush and i don't know <clears throat> there is something about the way this recording process takes that and homogenizes that sound and that, that that's part of what i personally feel i'm drawn to in this it's just all this muted orchestral it, it it's all tidy and neat and in a neat little set of frequencies that doesn't make the hair on the back of my neck stand up or anything like that and uh, they there is drums but they play these accents it's more of a percussionist than what we consider today i mean who knows of a song where the beat isn't just either a drum machine something imitating a drum or a drummer isn't every single beat pointing it out to you in case you didn't notice uh, and that's the way mu uh, music has definitely moved to a more beat oriented thing i mean back then if you listen carefully it really seems like what the drummer does now was done way way in the back i mean you can hear 
the banjo plunk 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 but it's not as prevalent per se as a drum kit the way we use them today and the drums just do these cute little accents and yeah a little symbol here pang pang oh man that 20s music that old music in general uh i i, I have such a a nostalgia for something that i never nostalgia in the first place right you go figure it out so uh yep yeah, that was it was just frankie and i this week and uh it was a pleasure to uh hear frank indulging in all this music somewhere jimbo is smiling down because yeah jimbo would have loved this free public domain cool 20s music a great deal uh So let's, uh, we are going to have basically the same topic for the next two Overnightscape Centrals. The Beatles. I know we've talked about them before back in 2015, but we've had all these remixes come down the pike. And they, I mean, they're not completely... uh, in modern parlance anymore but they've come back some i think and that let it be movie uh all of these things make it so uh a beatles uh overnight scape central and and giving the same topic for two weeks now what this lets you do is you can send in two things of course right away and be off the hook or you can listen and we can have sort of um at least, and that should be in general. Just because uh, you missed this week's topic doesn't mean you can't submit something in coming weeks. Uh, I, let's try not to be so topic strict. I mean, yes, this week's topic, it would be nice if everything that came in touched on it. But if you've got something that uh, you feel you need a platform for that isn't like, I don't know. I don't want this to become some total uh, you know, street corner where you come with a megaphone. But if that's what, I mean, give it a try. I have yet to turn down anything for the overnight scape central and as i said i'm trying to jazz it up just a little i mean i i big changes or going too nuts is not going to make this work but let's talk about the beatles for the next couple weeks and uh always all the old topics are open and if you've got something that's really burning that you need a place to talk about Let's uh, let's give that a shot as well. Um, specifically, God, I mean, tomorrow is the technical deadline. Um, if if you, yeah, and and you'll just get to the other one because I'm hoping Frank gets in on tomorrow's overnightscape central. And if not, we'll just I'll adjust. I'll adapt. We're going to make this central get back on track somehow. I, I think that's that's something I ought to do. Anyhow, uh, the email address, which I have not yet given you and almost was going to just wander off without, is kpqr.com 
T-O-R-C at Gmail. Dot com And uh, yes, I will probably be working on this first Beatles thing the evening of the 11th, January 11th, 2023, possibly stretch it to the 12th. And then, of course, the following week, a week after the 11th would be the 18th and uh deadlines once again the email address kpqr.torc at gmail.com um for your anything that you got ideas kpqr.torc at gmail.com and thanks so much frank and thank you for uh your patience with the uh, irregularity of the overnightscape central of late uh, i'm gonna pull this together or do something equally interesting in any case. So, until the next time we meet, set the controls for the heart of the fun.